And hello, everybody. How are you doing today on a Friday evening? It's finally the weekend. I hope you're all excited. Welcome again to another fantastic episode of Five Rounds. As we can see, we've got six people today, as we always have five. We had to spice this up a little bit, so we had an add-on because of the topic that we're having, a wonderful topic. Um, as you can see, myself, Ovita, as I can say, what it do, what it does. And we've got a special guy that we added because of this topic, Owen Ryan, all the way from Kildare. Um, and we know the big man, Patrick, right there. We got you. Uh, we got Fred. How you doing down there? Was good, was good, guys. All good, all good. And of course, Pastor, the one and only. How's it going? He's got a little bit of a technical problem there. <laughs> and finally, Mr. Wantali, all the way from out there, <laughs> London. From somewhere. <laughs> from somewhere. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want to Nice merch, Wantali. <laughs> as you can see, we're all rocking our merch, as we always, as we always say. Pop onto our shop, 80. We have the links on our bios. Keep on getting yeah, the mail. Better and, get, uh, and we want to say better thank get Owen one there. You have to. And we want to say thank you to all those people that have been purchasing the merch and all the winners that won the vouchers last week on our show. We appreciate the people that are going on and buying this merch. Keep up the good work. We appreciate it. It's all because of you. That's why we have this merch and that's why we have this podcast. And most importantly, subscribe, like, and share to a friend so they can also view these wonderful videos. Now nice. we go on to this topic that is very, very, <clears throat> very. It's kind of biased, maybe because it's gonna be kind of five to one. Yeah, we were only talking one. MP before you joined in. It's actually gonna turn into the roast of the Mizungu. I think. Doesn't know uh, anyone does that, that doesn't know the word mzungu. Mzungu means white person in yeah. uh, in Nyanja and Chichewa. That's uh, yeah. Palawan language and, and, and Zambian language as well. Swahili. Swahili. Oh, Swahili as well. Yeah. Yeah. Owen knows a few of these other uh, language because he's visited a couple places in Africa, right? Yeah. Now, look, the topic today, what we're talking about, as you can see in the heading, it's Africa on TV versus Africa in reality. Now, when you see the topic itself, it pretty much explains what it is talking about. What it is all about is we're going to tackle and go into the understanding what every person all over the world who's not who's never visited Africa, who only sees Africa on television, who only sees Africa on internet, Google, whatsoever, and trying to explain and paint the picture of you people to understand what is Africa in reality? Is it what you see on the television? Is it what you see on Google? Or is it what you've heard someone has been told that, oh yeah, Africa does this? Is it that, you know? And we are gonna go deep into different kind of aspects, you know, um, experiences obviously from myself, all the other guys who are all from Africa. And of course, experiences from Owen, who is a European, a person from Ireland, but who's been in Africa. Owen, 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 is, Owen is Malawian as well, if <laughs> anyone didn't know. <laughs> yeah, if you can't tell, but he's Malawian. <laughs> now, as we go deep into this uh, topic, the first question that I would like 
to go into understanding to to basically kick off the whole conversation and this question obviously is going to go to you owen because <laughs> with with hiku <laughs> um it's as straightforward as how are africans portrayed on tv compared to reality and why in your terms how do you think africans are portrayed on the television on the internet on social media on whatsoever compared to what is in reality from your experience that you've been in africa and why do you think is this yeah um first of all thanks very much for having me i uh welcome i um yeah i seen the topic and i told mp get me in here this is my <laughs> this is my space um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of issues um, with how Africa is perceived, I suppose, on the television to start. The first thing which I'm very passionate about telling people is uh, Africa is a continent. You know, it's not a yeah. country. There's 54 <laughs> countries in Africa, you know. <laughs> Let's start there. <laughs> really important. That's um, true, though. That's true. That's I true. That's like, true. I feel like that's the first thing that kind of just misses people you know i mean we're talking yeah. about africa you know you kind of forget that we're not talking about northern africa like this we can talk about malawi and zambia and zimbabwe and like all these poor countries but we can also talk about algeria <laughs> oh, quote that, quote that. you know we can talk about yeah. all them um but see the problem with with tv is and the reason i'm interested in um you know development and all this kind of stuff is it's it's along the lines of you know growing up in in ireland um the depiction of africa has always been you know the the, the child on the television with the flies on their face getting a food parcel you know poor africa we need to send them money we need to send them clothes we need to help them um and you know i just my recent stint in zambia where i was living in a um a place in central province called makushi um which is very very rural um i wanted to go there not to in quotes again save africa i wanted to go and experience um you know africa for what it is actually see talk to people you know see is this depiction that's on the television that everyone's kind of dying and starving and waiting for the white person to come with their handouts is that the reality or you know what's going on and you know it couldn't be further from the reality when i got there you know you realize that it's just human beings they're in different circumstances yeah okay they haven't got you know it's not the same as living in ireland there's not the same sort of houses there's not the same road infrastructure or whatever it may be but the whole narrative that goes with poverty and charity appeals does not fully depict africa in its fullest it, it if anything i'm not arguing that there's not poverty in the continent like we're not arguing that there is there is you know people that are suffering but when that's the main yeah. storyline every single time then people just they just box africa off into this place you know which is which is definitely an uncomfortable experience i'm sure for you guys who you know are immigrants or your parents are immigrants who have come to ireland or come to the uk um mm. like Wantali and you know then you have to deal with this stuff you know people are looking and kind of going right these african guys what are they doing in our country how did they get here you know are they trying to take from us you know so it, it kind yeah. of it really distorts 
it distorts the picture for a person that doesn't truly understand or doesn't they just don't have the time to sit down and kind of look in between and go why why is there now african people in, in ireland or you know why is poverty you know why are these charities over in africa in the first place if you're telling me that you know it's not all like that you know it distorts the whole picture um but like i'm interested as well to hear from your guys perspective like how do you feel about africa being depicted only through charity appeals you know well, How was that your experience coming? You know, look. Yeah, uh for, for myself, yeah. I uh I was involved in few charities. I'm not going to name them obviously for, for reasons, but I was involved in few charities and I did the whole charity thing where I used to go door to door. Uh that was like about five years. And to be what, honest what with was, you, what was the job description? What was the job uh, name? Uh, basically, a fundraiser. That's what you're doing. You're fundraising and you're raising uh, funds, obviously, for different uh, different campaigns that are doing different uh, uh, campaigns that are doing in Africa or different um, sort of things they're trying to build and stuff. Uh, what I noted for myself, what I've just uh, like what I've heard from you is, if I went to somebody's doorstep, right, and <laughs> We lost Patrick. <laughs> so that that's what happens when you go to somebody's doorstep. Yeah, you just man. get kicked off. When you start talking that's, about that's, it. That's, we lost that's, Patrick that's, that, that's, that's a bit that's a bit that's a bit of inconvenience, but look, he's, he's gonna come back to us and he's gonna All pick right. up from where he left. Basically, I know Patrick, uh I just want Adam to what he was gonna go into because we've done the work together. We've worked in yep. so many different companies together for the five years he's talking about. Sorry about we've that. We've worked in so many companies with him. There he is and he's back. I was going to take it on because I know you, you were going to explain some part that I wouldn't because we've worked in certain different companies doing that same kind of job. But I'm going to let you continue anyway where you left off, Patrick. Yeah, uh, sorry about that. Uh, my internet just went off. I don't know why that happened. Uh, mm. Sorry about that. So basically what I was trying to say is uh, when, when I was doing this job and I go to somebody's door and uh, what I noticed is when I, I used to have that fresh mentality of where I'm coming from, Look, I cannot uh, take away from the fact that there's suffering in Africa. Look, there is suffering in Africa, and it's very painful at the point where it's also sad for myself where I ignored it. I sort of so I got so used to it that, oh, people are struggling. It was a normal thing. I would pass somebody in the street and just look at them and say, oh, it's part of life here. And mm. it's until I, 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 I left out, I was like, oh, my God, people are really struggling, isn't it? How was I managing to just drive past somebody, it's raining and they're in the street with kids. But what I'm trying to say is when I went to people's doors and when I go to somebody's door and if I painted Africa from my view, if I just painted saying, oh, they, they always ask you, where are you from, Patrick? And I say, oh, this is where I'm from. Uh, I went, uh, I learned my English from uh, a high school, uh, blah, blah, blah. They would have a face saying, are you sure the charity, they would always ask this, are you sure the charity didn't bring you here or or uh, help you at all. So to that knowledge, they think that, oh, everybody uh, who's also maybe in the charity is actually just volunteering on behalf of the charity and they helped him out with the school. So they ask you like, oh, so what is so-and-so, this charity doing to you, for you in Africa? Are they helping you with the education? Because they told me uh, five years ago that they were building a school. Is that the part of the school in that? In that? So it also goes to the fact that, I'm not trying to say that people are um, not educated in this is, 
I'm trying to say that I think people we rely so much on TV and we rely so much what we see on TV. Everything we see on TV is right. I think we don't take the time, as you say, to go and research and say, you know what, let me go find out this myself. So every time I go there and paint that picture, no success. <laughs> Never succeeded. I, I thought I would go with the honesty saying I went to high school, blah, 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 blah. But if I go there with one of those pictures and my paint will be, oh, people are struggling. From my experience, I struggle, like we, we were struggling out there. We are struggling out there. And so and so is there to save us. You are saving us. You are the last hope. And TV right there, whatever you see on TV, it's multiplied by 20. That's when you used to see it right away. They would even give you everything. Here you go, do everything. So that's what I I, I was I was about to say that I have noticed that yes, TV I think uh, is where people get the information from. And right now, as soon as you just search Africa, I was doing a, a few research for other countries. As soon as you just write Africa, there is no good picture or pretty picture. It's just a picture of a bad area. They're just focusing on bad areas. So yeah. that's what I see. I think that's what TV has spread, and that's what people have learned from. That's all I can say. I, I, I wanted to add on to that, actually, what Patrick just said. I mean, guys in the comments, the guys that are watching, if you Google life in Africa, right, compared to life in Europe or life in America, uh, what you see with life in Africa, the first, probably the first picture you see is some mud hut or some village or some poor people, whatever it is. It obviously, um, back then, it used to say, the first few words you could see on the top were poor, um, hunger, and all these things. These things have been changed, by the way, you know? Mm -hmm. But uh, that's what used to be there. When you Google life in Africa, that's what was there. And then when you Google life in America, equality, uh, the flag, nothing about genocide, you know? <laughs> nothing about terrorism. Just all these equality, the flag, patriotism, and all these things. You know what I mean? Um, you know, and that is how we're portrayed. The question there is how are we portrayed? That is how we're portrayed. Now, going back to what um, Owen um, was talking about, you know, uh, in terms of him looking up um, Africa and then actually going to see what um, what Africa is portrayed as, you know, um, unfortunately, this is the issue. This is the issue we have at the minute. How is it portrayed? It's only portrayed using the media, you know, using whatever it is, inf the information that's there, that's uh, being controlled by, I don't know, a certain group of people that do not really understand this, this, um, you know, this, con this continent, you know, and the countries in it, you know. Um, the other question was why? Why is it portrayed that way, you know? Um, I think it could go down to the pecking order. To whatever it is that has been built as the pecking order you know i don't think um africans or africa are regarded as something of value in a sense as we are at this table which is called the um i guess the high table you know um looking at it in a political sense you know there's a saying that you know um you know politics or um business is run by people at the table and they'll keep money at that table and never let it trickle down to the bottom class and whoever it is, they will always just exchange hands. Think of it that way. So think of it as those countries that back in history uh, colonized Africa or even set up their economy before Africa could even realize what an economy was, you know, because we're playing catch up. So why is, it, why is it set up that way? Africa's got raw materials. Africa's got everything that the world needs, but we are still not invited to this table. You know, we're still below so this is why we're being kept 
you know, we're being kept where they think we belong, where people think we belong, which is not right. That's what I think. Yeah, just to add in to what uh, Paul is saying, um, you know, as from what, like, when you go to Google and you try to search Africa, even when you see advertisement on TVs and stuff, they will never advertise Africa as a happy family sitting over there, you know, in a nice house. We have all, you know, being from a person who's actually growing up in Africa, here, as in compared to here, you to buy a land here is so much expensive than to buy land in Africa. Yeah. How many acres can you, how many acres do we actually own back home? Loads, lots of people, but people, when you come here, people actually think you're poor. So the image for what I think is the image is actually put up there for social media, whatever, is actually planned. You know, what I mean, once they start showing how great Africa is doing, everybody's going to run there because, you know, what I mean, like one time said, all these raw materials, all this stuff is out from Africa. Once people start opening their mind, opening their, their, their eyes that, OK, all these good things that's coming is coming from Africa and people start waking up. They don't want people to wake up. So even when you look at like this charity shop that you see, the first picture they'll put, like what um, Ian said, is a, a baby walking probably naked or shorts and then flies there. Like, dude, I was in Africa, but I never saw a baby as this much as they are showing it on TV. Please give one euro to save a soul. <laughs> Who would survive off one euro? You know, it's, it's, this thing is actually planned. It's <laughs> also a business for them. You know what I mean? So. so make the, it's also a business to them. So whatever they're portraying there is only for the benefit of whatever companies they, I mean, the other companies out there who actually are helping Africa, helping kids mm. build stuff, but most of that money, where is it going? That's where the questions are. So whatever picture they're putting out there is for a reason. So, so what what you say, your reason, so if you come to the why, you're saying the reason they're doing that is they portray that for selling purposes to get. yes that funding to yes. get that assistance right that's the reason why by the yeah. way by the way we're gonna say this because we had this conversation it's owen <laughs> it's owen no that's the irish way of spelling owen that's it's the irish I pronunciation of it. i'm like well, eon did you say, you, you like, say oh. eon yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. I, I had to uh, get the internet to work. Like, my Wi Fi is not working today. Fred, Fred, it's like the names. Have you not seen some Irish names like Neil, Shigon, uh, and all them? They're spelled weird. Yeah, no, exactly. No. So, anyway. Um, so, <laughs> well, okay, just to finish up. So, what yeah. I'm saying is, whatever is seen on TV is not exactly right. Yes, there's some parts that are poor, and the other people out there who are living life as well. But why are they still focusing on the poor side? I mean, there's so much happening in America than it is happening mm. in, in Africa. Mm. You know what I mean? More people are probably dying in America than they are dying in Malawi. You know what I mean? Mm. All that gangster. But you never see America show up people, oh, people dying in the streets. No, they always show good stuff. Mm. Look yeah, at yeah. America. You never, Germany. How many people know that Germany is flooding out there? Only a few yeah, people, yeah. but there's so many people dying because of floods there, but they'll never put it uh, on social media or TV. And, and if you had seen, there's an interview of, the, of a woman, I don't know if you guys seen it, there was a woman they were interviewing in Germany, they were asking about the floods, and she's talking yeah. about, she's like, oh, she's like, <laughs> she's like, oh, we can't believe it, the floods killing so many people in Af in Germany. Something like oh, this should yeah. be happening in Germany, yeah. something like this oh. should be happening in poor countries, like, uh, like in Africa. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> 
Lads can only kill poor people. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I remember her. I she said that, that uh, people should people die like this only in, in poor countries. So she said that. In Africa, yeah. yeah. No, she basically Africa, said natural, natural disasters only happen in Africa. That's what she, her yeah. mind is thinking. You know what I mean? So an earthquake yeah. only happens yeah. in Africa. Why? Why did they only happen in Africa? Uh, <laughs> that is a good question. Uh, no. no, but um, listen. I, I think I think with I think with this conversation, you'd start off the, you you would start off blaming the journalists, the politicians, celebrities. How yes. they portray Africa yes. is what mm. their followers, you know, put mm. up, put out there to say, oh, so and so, Angelina Jolie is going to help, you know, the African kids, or you know, uh, Madonna exactly. is going to adopt the kid in Malawi and stuff like that. So, well, which is if that the is celebrity so nice. is going there, it's, <laughs> it's considered that everyone's so poor that she's going to. And we've lost him. Let's take the whole the country by just adopting one child. And then she's, you know, saving all that. What? Oh, sorry what about that. My network is so down today. Got, I we can see that. What's that? <laughs> no, we can see that. Yeah, Scott, I, 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 do you know? I'm well, so well, sorry. But, uh, MP, in a strange way, we're in the same area. Yeah, we're both in Clearhole. We're in the same area. Yeah. Oh. Impasso is streaming live from Malawi today. That's yeah, why he's So the internet in Africa is a bit shit. But uh, I was just going to say, I was just going to answer just one, one line to say why, you know, Africa's portrayed why? that way. I think, I think on a general kind of, you know, conversation, we might, we might just put it on to colonization. Colonization came through, and it really kind of just damaged the uh, image of Africa. We don't have an identity at the moment, and mm. with development, it's more considered like Africa is still like an infant in development, whereby it can really stand out and start having the same discussion at the same table with the European Union and all the you know G8 and all that stuff. So it's it's a very tough. Uh, Before you go so far, you you call me something. Before you go go so far, you caught me somewhere about identity. What do you mean Africa doesn't have an identity? That's my question too. So here's a story, right? Um, when colonization came true, they pretty much wiped out your whole history in it, right? So if you do wipe out a whole history in a country, you're like more like taking your attitude to like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have I'm gonna base my character into like European kind of thing. I'm gonna base my character in this kind of way. Whereby if you're not considered rich in a way and stuff like that, right? We're not even given that opportunity to speak on anything. All right, so if you're poor, if you're poor, you're not considered to be anywhere. So Africa's considered poor in that identity where we're not really considered to be on a higher rank, so we can't be given a conversation in any any way possible. So we've got an identity then. That's what you're saying. Uh, we because, well, because that identity is considered poor. Yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. You said we don't have an identity. Now you said we do. Well, one daddy, one daddy. I have, I have, I have a question for this guy. Oh, MP, MP. I just mm. listened mm. to you mm. there. You're saying um, they came mm. and wiped out our history, but I know that I'm Ngoni. And I know what Ngonis have to do. I know what my but tradition as Ngoni is. So how did they wipe my everything? You don't know everything. No, but again, once again, growing up, again, you don't practice any of that. You you're never in that. Yeah. No, once, yeah, but you said they wiped the history. They say you said they wiped it. Oh wow. <laughs> well, here's a story. Here's a story. No, here's on, a story. No, if you go, before, if you go back, second, yeah. Before you go into your story, right? Because we know where that's going. Yeah. Right? <laughs> 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 before we go into, before we go into a tangent, let me just 
come back to this part where we were talking about identity and you were talking about taking away history. I think Africa yeah. did not lose its identity. I think its identity it was was sort of um, muffled. Stolen? You know? No, no. Well, okay, you can say stolen if you want, but I think mm. uh, what they did with Africa is they sort of it was sort of silenced. You know, it was like they said, "Oh, you can be African, but in Africa, you know, you're not going to be on yeah. TV, you're not going to yeah. be anywhere. People will mm. perceive you as ignorant and all those things." And with you know, in life, right? If you look at it this mm -hmm. way, in life, yeah, when we had nine eleven in America, you know the narrative was oh every muslim is a terrorist you know something like that oh you know it, it, you know every nigerian is a scammer you know you look yeah. at the you look at the the impact of of this sort of perception you know and this yeah. this was carefully calculated to say hey these guys have all the raw materials they have everything but we need to make this place look like it's not inhospitable mm -hmm. the people there are hard to live with all right um they're tough as nails they're scary or they're savages they they're savages they live in trees this is what you know and if people think that they're like i'm not going there i'm not getting in business with people like that I'm, you know so you know uh, so this one person just continues this one-way channel nobody wants to deal with you only i want to mm. deal with you but i'm going to deal with you at 10 mm. cents per whatever you know yeah so that's true yeah, so that's what I think. Can I just can I just add a add a point here, yeah, here as well? And go it's just going, it's going back going back to what Patrick said because I think this will very much pull us right back to what we're trying to address in the question. Correct. Patrick said when he knocks at the door and he's trying to get money out of people, all they want to hear is the poor narrative, right? They want to hear about poor Africa because nobody wants to support something unless you know they're, they're helping somebody that's yeah. that's down that's the whole purpose of charity yeah yeah so my question to you guys is if if we're saying that the reason that africa is depicted as poor is because we need to raise money to help africa my question to you guys is should there be should there be ngos should there be charities in africa in the first place no no well, yes yes because i no. think that's yes, i think that's the, okay, that's yes, the yes and a no if there was no charities in Africa, if there was no NGOs, there would be no depiction in the media of Africa on the television, which means yes. then Africa would then have the scope to create whatever identity it wants. And I think that's mm -hmm. what Mpaso was trying to get at. It's not that your identity was stolen. It's that you don't get to choose what your identity is on this side of the world. It's being yeah. chosen for you by the white people. No, that, that makes sense. And just to add in there, you know, so people or uh, people in the comments if you guys don't know africa is not poor it's just <laughs> no, we're, it's just our mentality we're, we're is poor. No, hold on hold on we're gonna get to that okay okay all right i'll, I'll let you go, we're, we're go okay, can, we're can, can, I, can i also say can i say something before just, just before we move on to another question i, I also wanted to yeah. just say there owen that um unfortunately right and this is just from my point of view unfortunately owen i wouldn't really chase all the ngos away uh some of them are actually doing fantastic work and some of them are actually helping the certain people out there who need that help like if you see countries like south sudan that's required as the one of the most poorest countries uh mm. these mm. places where people can just help themselves like when there's an outbreak of this like coronavirus people need vaccines unfortunately the, the countries sometimes places need these vaccines to get support unfortunately that's how it is so look uh I might, I'm, I'm not always with NGOs, but I sometimes say, you know what, you can't really put them out because at the end, sometimes the support is required. Uh, yeah. Question back to you, Patrick, because it's a very important mm. point. 
I don't right. disagree with an NGO or a charity being in the country for humanitarian assistance. I mean, mm. a disaster like South Sudan, whether it's drought, whether it's famine, whether it's, mm. you know, just corruption, whatever it is, whatever it requires an immediate response, like COVID as well, like Ebola, that's required and you need people on the ground immediately, mm. right? Mm. And it would be the same thing if Ireland got into struggle, I would, I would expect the international community to come and help, right? Mm. My mm. question is, if an NGO is in a country in Africa, let's take Malawi for an example, considering we have an audience of Malawans. Um, yeah. If there's NGOs <laughs> there, so like for example, you have all these NGOs and charities going, and they're they're if they're if they're building roads and they're building schools and they're doing all their own things or whatever, that's the responsibility of your government. So like when people mm -hmm. ask or people build a narrative, say Africa is corrupt and the governments are corrupt and all these these different things that go around. At the very core of it is. If you remove the NGOs, and by all means, I don't mean remove everybody, but if, if, for example, you removed all of them, it would it would point the finger directly to your own governments to be accountable. Yeah, mm. I think you that's know, what's so needed. That like that's 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 where I'd come from in terms of like wondering, you know, because the 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 whole idea of NGOs and you know it. it they're, to, they're there to work themselves out of a job. You know, they're only supposed to be in a country for so long until you're able to help yourselves and blah, yeah. blah, not, blah. Not 100 years. <laughs> not 100 years. Yeah, but exactly. that's the thing as well, just to add in, as in why are they there 10 plus years? I mean, if you're there to help, why don't you help people instead of just giving them food and food, food, you eat it, tomorrow you want more, as in teach them how to make to make food, teach them the ability to, to, to take care of themselves. And I mean, this is where I'm, I'm getting confused. Because well, you, you build schools, yeah, but what are you teaching them in schools? Are you teaching them how to, to earn money? Or are you just teaching them how to, to work in, in jobs? that There is no jobs. In, there is not a lot of jobs in Africa in the first place. It, it's uh, also right. not good for the mentality. And again, it's, it's back to what MP was saying about identity. If all you have yeah. is white people coming um, over in NGO, NGOs, yeah. and the mentality for people there, it, whether it's kids, whether it's adults, they're just looking mm. and going, okay, we'll wait for the white person to come. Mm -hmm. and, that's and true. bring and bring whatever it is, you know, and that's the issue. Dead dead aid by the me. Yeah, I agree. Dembisa Moyo, dead aid. I just see that popping up on the screen there. That is a great book. She talks about Zambia, and then she creates a lot of a fictional um a fictional country in Africa to explain why NGOs shouldn't be there. I'm just looking yeah. at that coming up. Yeah, just yeah. To add to that. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, no, I actually agree with you because the more they come there, people start getting used to being given stuff. You know what I mean? And yeah. that mentality, in order to remove that mentality, it would take a lot of time for people to say, like, okay, now I can do something for myself. But if you keep on yeah. giving, giving, you basically, they'll be just like, I know, I don't need to work. The NGOs will come to give us exactly. free money, free food. You know what I mean? So I actually agree with right. you. Yeah. Well, yeah, true story. All right. Just, just so if he hit us up with a second question, yeah, second. The comments, just, gonna, sir? just gonna read the comments and then uh, yeah. back to you. Yeah. Right? So obviously, as 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 Owen uh, said, so Kita K says, look, Dead Aid by Tambisamoyo is a must-read about NGOs. Waste of time and money. It actually <laughs> doesn't help doesn't help governments or the people. She goes on mm. to say this, right? Instead, it instead makes governments corrupt because of because of that and various other things, okay, and various, uh, other, true. various other I remember, things. I, I, I remember that though. I remember that. If you look at slave trade, you can actually see the chiefs were selling their own people to the white people and all the Europeans and stuff like that. They were just yeah. given a certain amount of goods and guns and everything, and they're selling their own people. So it's the same kind of you know discussion. Exactly. In there. Well, you know, 
big companies big companies will send money yeah. oh, to send money to the president the president will probably take like a small portion like oh I'll this, build a road this, somewhere just one road and the yeah. rest of the money this is a very interesting conversation i'll well, be to hear this is, the second this question is, guys, there. this is, this is a very 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 interesting conversation and i know we could we could sit here and talk and talk and talk a lot about it and look for you guys who are watching who are in the comments you know fire up any comment fire up what you think about this conversation if whether you have seen your television what's your perspective about africa and if you've been there Tell us, tell us your experience. Tell us what you think. And of course, don't forget to smash a like, subscribe, and of course, share. We're going to move on to the next question. And this next question, I want you, um, one Tali probably, to take it first, right? And this question is basically, does this portrayal, right, affect how we Africans are viewed? So you, me, one Tali, do you think it affects how people look at us here if you're in europe in what way and if you can explain maybe one simple scenario that you've been through that you think people have reviewed you in that kind of way because of the portraying they see on the television okay yeah um so uh the the television the way people see us or the way people know <laughs> us to be or think we should be on television um mm. it does affect how we are viewed and how we are treated I'll break this down, right? So mm. I've um, so I've served for the I served in the uh, British Army, the British Armed Forces, mm. right? And uh, I will I got the opportunity to meet uh, different people from different parts of the world, you know, yeah. from from Nepal to Ghana to Nigeria to Pakistan to India. We all came in for the same purpose to serve the Queen and country, right? So for this thing, there was you know straight away you saw the 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 diversity and cultures and all that stuff. Obviously, the army is very welcoming and all that. But um, for me, I always ask this question, you know, because all, all my, my brothers from Africa, you know, we in in the military uniform that is predominantly designed for the white British male, yeah, for me anyway, it did not look good on a black person, you know, and I always said to, to, to my, obviously my white counterparts say, why do black people look bad in this uniform? Why do Africans look you know, bad because you'd find that most of us Africans were given big sizes, you know, because obviously Africans, we have, a, a, you know, bigger butts, I guess, or just a bigger frame. So what would happen is we'd have bigger sizes, we'd have like saggy uniform, you know, we would be looking like, you would be looking like that African kid that needs to keep this cloth for 10 years because yes, they can't afford it. They don't want to buy you new clothes. They don't want to buy you new clothes because they, I, I don't think you spent enough time in the gym, Wantali. I think that's why. He's trying to make excuses for his own, uh, yeah. his own issues. Nah, this was too consistent. Like I'd have like they gave me a. I remember they gave me a big, big helmet. You know what I mean? And this thing used to tilt forward. And and I, I remember myself in like a sort of like a battlefield situation, like you know, obviously training. Yeah. And Combat, I'm running, yeah. and this helmet just goes in front of my eyes, and they're like, "What can you see?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, so yeah, I'm, like, who turned off the lights? <laughs> so, yeah, so, um, that, was, that was one of the things. But then, on a more serious note, the other things were, you know, I think we were expected to work a little bit harder, you know, to prove yes. that we are part of this um, society. You know, mm. we were also perceived as we we are not socially intelligent we are mm -hmm. we are not intellectually intelligent until mm -hmm. we, we got in a classroom that's when they'll know oh wow that guy's smart 
you know. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but before yeah. that, we were perceived as very, you know, slow, backward, socially in, in, inactive, and stuff like that. But, can I ask something? Doesn't, doesn't have a good before, accent. One time, one time, I can ask you something. You've just, uh, you've just highlighted something. I just want to be interested to ask. Um, when, 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 when you're in the army, right? I just want to ask. Do like since you say that they didn't think okay or maybe the africans are not all that uh smart or anything do, do, do they pick for you where to go you know how you have to be somebody ends up being a mechanic you end up being this did they say oh you're going to become a cook or do, do you have to pick that yourself how do you uh, end up being the vision well now that we're going in that <laughs> tangent um you're given a choice you have a choice it's like any job you know, there's a mm -hmm. vacancy. Even in the army, they will give you the vacancies. These are the jobs available. Uh, we think your skills apply to these jobs, but it's your choice to pick. You always have a choice to pick what you want to do in the army. So no one just gets this myth about, you know, black people get sent to the front line. That's nonsense. You know, mm. it's um, you get the opportunity to go wherever you want. Whatever, I thought to do what oh, you want to do. Oh, obviously, obviously, there are limitations to that. For example, you can't put an African person of African heritage in an intelligence division because they simply do not have the capabilities to do that job. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, so, and it's quite sensitive because seeing as you're a person who's coming into this tradition, can you go to that role? Of course you can later on, but at the beginning, they will limit you to stuff like that. Very critical roles. They will limit okay. You. okay. Yeah. All right. So that, that's, that, that was from one challenge. That's, that, that, that's a part of it. That's how you feel we, it affects how you're viewed just because you're from Africa and that's how you were viewed. And when you're in the military, you understand, you're like, well, it's because I'm African, probably that's where they think of this because that's how they thought you are. Before, yeah. Yeah. I'm probably going to throw the same question. I'm going to throw the same question to you. to you. Oh, and, and then I'm going to throw it to one person here on the group as well to, to talk about how they affect. But I want you to answer this because I want to, like, I want also you to, to arts and the viewers to understand as you would see it, right, on. So if you would see an African, you've got loads of African mates, MP is your friend, you've been in Africa. When you look at uh, an African person, right, do you think this portrayal actually affects them? In your view, when you look at them, do you think, okay, this African person here in Europe, he's, because of the portraying of what people see, it affects him and how people treat him because of that. Do you think that happens? Yeah, like, I mean, for me, like, I think it's really important for me as like as a white person anyway, uh, yeah. speaking about this stuff, it's really important for me to be honest using the white person lens as to how other people may be portraying African people, right? And it's the reason I'm, I'm interested in this stuff. So, like, you know, growing up, I could have, like, obviously I can't remember what my younger self would have been like, but I have, I have no doubt in my mind I would have been looking kind of going, like, how is there now a black person in my area or how is there like where are they coming from because me growing up the only thing i've ever really learned about black people is you know obviously the charity appeal ads right so yeah. the, pay you know, for black baby pay for the black baby here's the troker box at christmas time put a few euro in there and we're going to save the black child right so mm -hmm. now now all of a sudden there's a black child in my class have i saved him like how did he end up here you know, that mm. kind of confusion for a kid growing up, right? <laughs> so so that, that manifests itself later on as you grow up, right? So you start to mm. think kind of going, like, how is this, how are these people arriving here, you know? And mm. and when you're trying to understand about like racist comments and where they where they stem from, it's 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 like in Irish context anyway, like from my understanding, it, it's coming from like a lack of education, obviously, a lack of awareness mm. 
but but also like a lack of intervention from like the government from schools from anywhere to kind of go right this is what's happening migration is a thing the same way irish people can move to australia to america whatever african people can also come here and move here and integrate into society and they should be allowed to we should be able mm. to respect them their cultures the traditions and we should also learn about africa from that point of view not just from colonization well to be honest with you we don't even learn about colonization we really don't even in school it was only afterwards when i was in college i started to truly understand the effects of you know capitalism or how like how africa even even though they were colonized and then they gained their independence how did they were basically colonized again because they're stuck with so much debt that creates this poverty narrative because you just have to keep asking for money you know mm. or your countries are allowing that to happen so like from my point of view is when i'm looking at an african person now obviously i can look at it differently because i've educated myself and mm. i have a diverse set of friends and i also have a, a great friend in impasso who when i have a curious question i can ask him honestly and he knows it's in a respectful way because it's yeah. curiosity and i'm trying to learn to understand so that if somebody asks me a question i can then explain to them and kind of pass it that way obviously like that's 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 great because you know we can i can affect change that way but it needs mm. to happen in a bigger scale so that if like we're talking about now right you guys have moved here you are adults i don't know whether you have kids or not but if you will have kids or you know people that have kids that are black that are growing up in an irish context they're going to mm. be dealing with all this stuff they're going to be dealing with curious curious white kids kind of wondering like where are you coming from like where like even though they're going to be irish like the second generation is going to be Irish with an African heritage, but now it's going to be the question mark over. But you know, where have where you come you from? from? They, yeah, they just, they're stereotypical. Where are you from? I'm yeah. from Dundalk. I'm from Dundalk. You can't be. Yeah, <laughs> you, people you look, are, yeah. Like from Africa. <laughs> yeah, people are from Dundalk. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but there's a sensitivity um, around it as well, you know. So it's 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 a mix of two things. Like yeah. obviously, there's pure I ignorance coming from like people but most of the time i would say is it's just lack of understanding people are afraid to say anything in fear of offending so they say nothing or then they just try to make sarcastic comments to try to get around the conversation which yeah, isn't yeah, helpful yeah. for anybody you know <laughs> no yeah that's look it is actually it is a very actually nice and very amazing to hear something like that coming from you and most basically because of a white person it's, there's many people like you. It's not. It's not only that. It's you. There's many people like you who are interested to learn and to understand, and they know the difference of how everything is working. The people have gone to Africa. They've never gone to Africa, and yet they'll know about. It. I've met people that they've never stepped a foot in about in Africa, and I mentioned my country, Malawi, which most of the time you tell people where you're from, Malawi, they're like, yeah, <laughs> wait, "That's that's that's in Africa, right?" And I'll be like. Well, like, what are the chances it's going to be in Europe? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what, what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> from you know it's, it's really it's, it's really amazing because, as you say as well yourself, it's all about the education. Like, I was I was pissed around when people say, um, "Oh, you, 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 you from like they they come to you and they say, oh, I have a friend, uh, John Obi, he's from Nigeria. Do you know him?'" And I piss around with people. I say, oh, yeah, John Obi. So the land. He's up the road, isn't he? And I, I don't think I'm serious. Oh, so you know him? I said, yeah, I do. You know, just just to see. But in all cultures, I'm like, I'm trying to just make a, a fool out of them. Like, it's like me walking out to you, Owen. I say, Jesus, Owen, do you know Martin? Martin O'Connor, they are for up the road. And you used to be like, oh, yeah, I do. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> and, <laughs> and, and then they all think Africa is just one country, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah, Europe, you know? But it's it's great that you came out about it in that kind of way. Uh, the same question, really quick to you, Fred, as we said, does this portrayal affect how we are viewed or treated? Um, the answer is yes. Pretty much the guys have actually said most of the stuff already. That's obvious, uh, which is obvious out there, you know what I mean? So just to say it briefly, as in, yes, it is, because, you know, once people wants to see your skin color, all they see is just poor, you know what I mean? And then when you when you actually have money, they probably think like you probably stole it or something. It's just something in the back of the mind, you know what I mean? They've mm. never seen a rich, Af there's no such thing as a rich African guy. If you do it, mm. either drugs or something illegal. Mm. But just to put it out there, there are actually wealthy uh, Africans out there, which for some reason that actually no, never be put on TV. or well, They actually are, but not as much as they do with the other races, you know what I mean? So. Mm. As in, uh, after coming here in Ireland as well, you know, I mean, first thing people ask me, oh, where are you from? I'm like, oh, where, are you? Where, where are you from? Malawi. Malawi, oh, your accent's really good. Like, they just think my accent, African people's accent is horrible. You know what I mean? Where did you learn English? <laughs> where, did you, <laughs> where did you learn English? So they ask you, how long, how, how long have you learned English? They probably think. They probably, the think I, uh -huh. they probably think I came here to learn English. Like, no, I've known English since I was a, I was a child. I mean, from primary going growing up, it's English everywhere. So mm. they're actually surprised. Really? So Africa is poor and you're able to learn that? You know what I mean? So <laughs> it's something that's been portrayed on TV and everything. Yeah. So I think if the system, the system starts changing what they're showing on TV and actually show also people actually get doing better in Africa as well, Things will actually change, but that's a topic for another time. Anyway, I'll let yeah. you let you go on, Ovida. Well, uh, fair enough. I, I think we've covered most of that. As we say, this is a big, massive topic. There's so much ins and outs. We can go deep and deep and deep. And obviously, because of our time, we would have to move on. But what I would say, you people, whatever you think on top of what we've said, you could add it onto the comments. You know, tell us what your thoughts and what you think and how we are portrayed. How you think we are portrayed? If you are not from Africa, if you're African, how you think you are you are treated or viewed this next one it's two basically with two seconds before you go on just mm, speaking yeah. of the comments we got Keita k here saying loving the merch um so guys if you could quickly demonstrate your merch um so <laughs> i think all we need to get one what do you think guys all we need to get one we'll leave that to you we'll leave that to you mp you sort that one out all right hello the Quick spill on the merch, guys. For the guys that are watching, if you fancy the merch, we've got a link in the description under our socials. Um, it should say Five Rounds Merch once you click the link. All right? You can find all the merch in there. We've got T-shirts, hats, as you can see. Um, we've got other accessories like face masks and women's tank tops, everything. Just go and have a look, guys. All right? And thank you for the support, Keith. Okay, thank you. Oh, appreciate yeah. that. Appreciate that. We're going to move to this one. All of them, you're going to love this. And we want you to be the first one to paint it. When you paint a picture to the viewers, paint it to us what you think. I'm going to add a little bit about it. What does Africa really look like? Because you've been in Africa. You, you, have, you are a person that hasn't seen Africa on Google, on television. You've seen it on television. You've seen it on Google, on social media. But you have actually stepped a foot on the land, the motherland of Africa yourself, you know? And you know what it looks like. So can you paint the picture? Tell us what is what does... Africa really look like? What is it to you? 
what does Mama Africa look like? What a what a big question. What a what a what a big question. <laughs> um, it's a really good question, right? And uh, it's something that I'm gonna answer, but also gonna pass. And the reason being is. I find that so first of all Africa like look Africa is a beautiful place um I have had some incredible experiences um living in Zambia I had the pleasure to visit Malawi um down down in South Malawi um and I've also had the pleasure of being to Kenya so I've gotten really nice insights into what Africa looks like um and I just find that when asked to describe Africa something that I was very conscious of when I went over there um to Zambia in 2019 and 2020 that's when I was living there um was when I came home was I didn't want to make I didn't want to come home and do the, the standard white person who goes and volunteers in Africa and says how beautiful it is and how oh my god everyone you need to go visit it and you know oh these people are so happy and you know all that just all that crap I just yeah. Yeah. no not doing any of that and the reason the reason being is i think i think there's i think it's so important that you know we recognize that if we're asking a white person to describe somebody else's country where it's predominantly black i just yeah. think that it's wrong that i come back and share not that i don't share my experiences of course i can do that but i yeah. also think that we need to check ourselves and by when i say we i say that for any white person going to volunteer in Africa for whatever your intentions are, that you'd be very conscious that if you're taking photographs, if you're doing videos, whatever it is, that you be very respectful and you think about when you're coming home, that you don't just take a, a photo oh, we lost with the mud hole and come home and just oh. hand the picture to someone so they can go, oh, that's terrible, you know? Make sure that if you're showing the mud hole, or whatever it is, explain that it's a family inside there. They're human beings. They were incredibly grateful for you being there. They brought you into their home. They cooked your food. They spoke local language with you. They gave you a tatenga or whatever it may be. And explain <laughs> that. <laughs> hey, sorry, sorry. I'm speaking, I'm speaking in Nanja. Sorry, it's good. Yeah, yeah, no, no, we know. Sorry, we know. It's really no. good, Owen. No, we speak. Really good. We so, understand both. Owen, what's a tatenga? In English, yeah. It's... What it is a piece of cloth. It's a traditional piece of cloth that women will usually wrap around their waists um, yeah. to basically cover their legs, and it will be mm. used. And they use them. They actually wear them all the time, whether it's in the field when it's farming, or when or or if it's an occasion, a special event, they'll wear them. Um, so you can get different patterns and stuff. Uh, I should have actually worn one. I have, I have plenty. I also have an African. Uh, you know what? I also have an African. Oh, shirt. You know man. what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna yeah. turn my camera off in a second. I'm gonna put on an African shirt, considering yes. I haven't got my five rounds. Uh, <laughs> 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 hey, 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 what hey, I'm gonna do now in a second? Bravo! Bravo! All right. So, and so, so while, while, I, while I pass the torch, yeah, while I pass mm. the torch, that's what I'm gonna. I'm gonna I'm going to, uh, yeah, you, you can do. Um, as you heard it there from, from a Owen, he's explaining what Africa is all about, not only about the, the mud huts that you see. Uh, there's someone who's living in there, and these people are happy. Their families, they're enjoying. Not only is that part, the main point I want to add on is you people, as everybody else who's never been to Africa, who's not African, they see Africa that is a child who's sitting right there with a fly in their eyes, and their poor belly pumped up like they've been chewing air the whole day and crying. 
Now, I just want, I, 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 always, I always try to put this perspective to people. If I was so poor and a fly landed in my eye, I'm surely, surely would have that energy to go, ah, get out, fly. You know what I mean? But most, most of the pictures you see is that child, and that child is sitting like that with a fly in their eye. You tell me. Ah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just want to put this to people because those pictures are used for advertisement. That is edited stuff because I know for a fact there's no way a fly would land into your eye and you still be like that. Not a hope. <laughs> He's mm. back. The way that looks <laughs> at that. Look, ah, look at good. Look at the fly. So what I want to say, guys, is Africa, we have we, like <laughs> we don't we don't disagree that there's poverty. Yes, there's people struggling, there's people having poverty, but they've never showed you the beauty of Africa. Like you can enjoy a pint in a pub here, you can enjoy a cocktail in a pub, so you can in Africa. You can go, you can to, go to a nightclub. Yeah, you can mm -hmm. go to a nightclub that is 20 times better than the biggest nightclub that you can ever think <laughs> in Dublin, and you're gonna enjoy. Because people don't understand that Africa also have that type of life. There's people that have got houses three times the sizes the houses you find in south southern southern part of Dublin. This can I just add on that? Yeah. We have a watchman, we have a garden boy, we have a nun, yeah. we have you know we, all these, you know, we yeah. employ all these people in our household, yeah. in our premises, and we pay for them and they but feed their families as well. They never see that part of Africa. If you go to Africa, you can have the great time that you can also have in Europe. You can go in Spain and have a holiday by the beach. You can do that in Africa at even a lesser cost, at a cheaper cost, and you're going to see, you're going to have better enjoyment too. Don't forget, we have those people, yes, who are living in poverty, but it's not the whole of Africa because it's really, uh, it's really bad when you're here and some people could ask you to say, Oh, are there lions in the street? No, there's no lions in the street. We can go see them in the zoo. You know what I mean? We don't go on a giraffe. We don't do that. But anyway, <laughs> that's my painting, just to let you people know that Africa is not all you see of badness. Now, going on to the last and the most important question of all this uh, topic we're having there to wrap it up and cover it up in a short form everybody in how they think what do you think would need to be done to change the perspective of perception what perception. Is the per perception and the narrative the perception <laughs> and the narrative to the world has on africa the way they think about us how can we change that that kind of thought towards people thinking that all oh, this Not is how Africa is. How, how can we change the whole world to understand that oh well it doesn't work that way what's the system that could be used what could you do if it was uh, you I, i'm gonna go i'm gonna go first all right, all right. <laughs> before everybody else says everything that i want to say you know what i mean so i want to go look at this guy i'll go last i'll go last it's cool just to keep it brief, because I know there's a lot we can do as issue. And first of all, it starts by this podcast we're doing. This is basically how you start changing people's thinking by us talking about it and having uh, Owen, which is from, from uh, was obviously Irish and everything, to speak about these things and being able to talk to people. And people can watch and listen, you know, instead of just going 
you go to Google, just believe whatever you see on TV and stuff. So it starts by watching our podcast, Five Rounds. You can find us on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, wherever. We have uh, yeah. listening in your Commercial cars. break. Commercial yeah, you know break. what I mean? <laughs> just to add in there. But please don't forget to subscribe and share as well. Uh-huh. So start by you know teaching these type of type of things in uh you know in our in our circles as well you know so people go when you no know, a lot of people like uh are afraid to ask uh questions they think like oh this person's probably going to be offended you know from what i think most times so start bring it up to them you know what i mean come to africa there's nice places show them nice places as well don't show them all these bad places show them you can go to the lake there's nice beaches hotels and stuff no you show them the nice places so people start to understand what Africa is. It's not only about killing each other or child soldiers and stuff, you know what I mean? It also has the beauty, you know, we can hear, you know, to have five kids in some house is so expensive, but in Africa, you can have 12 and still be able to feed them, all of them, you know what I mean? Growing up and leaving their house like 30 years old, you know what I mean? So teach them on how it is on, on our personal experience as well. So not to take too much of time, I'm just gonna pass it on. Yeah. So that's me there. Um. So um, who's gonna hit? Who's gonna hit it next? Patrick, do you wanna take it over? <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, yeah. We can change the narrative. How can we change the narrative? Uh, Look, so, it, it it all it all falls to one thing, and uh, it's also something I used to think is a waste of time. It all comes to education. Uh, mm. When somebody like what what Owen said by going to Africa, he decided to educate himself. He said he never wanted to go. You wanted to go and experience how it is the proper Africa, not just go there and uh, stay in five-star hotels. You wanted to see everything, you know? So that's somebody educating themselves. So it is education that's needed. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of my friends have told me that they, unlike us in Africa, where we are taught about colonization, we are taught about World War II, we're taught about Hitler and them guys. Here, they don't really concentrate about uh, Mandela and them. They don't put so mm. much effort on the, the guys that did it or the, the guys that fought for freedom. None of that, I think, is taught majority. Because one guy actually was trying or saying he wanted to come on this podcast. He told me the same thing. He's like, Patrick, I never learned about all these people. I only saw them on TV. He said he had to go and educate himself about Gaddafi, by the way. He said he thought Gaddafi was just a villain via TV. And that's the narrative. He's destroying Africa. That's what was wow. being painted. Gaddafi is destroying Africa. Gaddafi is an evil man. We should get him. Wow. So he said it, it, it's, he, it took his own education and research and he found out that, oh, Gaddafi was saying Africa has to be united. That's to be one currency. So it's all yeah. about education. Yeah. Yeah. And I think all this education has to come from one place. <clears throat> social media. Everybody loves social media. The more these movies come out with always portraying the African as the bad guy, like like Blood Diamond, you know, <laughs> where they're portraying that guy as he's not that intelligent. That's what they're trying to portray him. Uh, I like the fact that uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's character at first was trying to trick him, saying, I'll give you this, you give me the diamond. You know, those portrayals. And now when people watch that movie, they'll come to me and say, oh, uh, Patrick, you give me your Jordans, I'll give you my pennies, my shoes from Primark. You know, like those are the, those are the things that sort of was happening in that movie. So it has to start with education, <laughs> social media. And maybe with the social media starts portraying Africa in a certain way, it will change the narrative. But also, people themselves have to think and say, what I'm looking at is not 100%. Let me go deeper and do research. Let me just go to Uncle Google and ask him that, oh, how is Africa? And then when I saw the first picture, I'm like, wow, that's Africa. Stay on that page. Start flipping around. Set the cities. 
say what are the nice sites what are the holidays so it, it all comes down to education for me that's all i can say that's how the narrative is going to change and also it's going to change the mentalities of people and open them up the kids of these days mm. will change that's all i can say i'm going to leave wow. some of the good stuff and wow. juicy stuff for the other guys let's leave that one juicy stuff to you there oh and a quick one what do you think can change it all the juicy stuff wow mm. yeah, how, how, how long have we got um now my 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 yeah my, my two pence on this on the on the on the on the question is really speaking to directly to anybody that is considering you know going to africa on these volunteer experiences or whatever you know you should not um be going to africa to go to anywhere really unless you've really done your research as to why first of all fundamentally know why you're going so like for example i i went there knowing that the purpose of me going there was not to help anyone of course if i could if i could transfer skills or talk to people great but it was to experience and to see for myself what is the true what's the true depiction of africa you know the second of all is you you, you can't possibly go to africa unless you understand what colonization is because I, I genuinely don't think a lot of people understand how Africa ended up the way they did in the first place. That the mm. reason we have charity appeal ads is actually it's actually our fault on this side. That's that's the reason. So if, if you're going to go for an experience to see Africa, like I'm not gonna like I can't stop people doing that. But all I would say to people, if you're gonna go do that, just make sure that you've either talked to somebody. There's plenty of people from African heritage in Ireland nowadays. You know, reach out to someone. <laughs> like actually just talk to someone you may realize yeah exactly the five rounds listen to the guys <laughs> yeah listen to the guys don't that's go too I, far five rounds that's why, that's why i'm here you know i'm here mm. not to actually voice my what i want to say because again this is the problem with the development industry there's too many white people speaking and not listening to enough black voices if you're going mm. to help black people or if you think they need help let them say it let them let them run run the show. Let, Let them decide them what, they, what they want. What they exactly. Need to be helped, you know what and I mean? if you don't want to give them the funding, then pull out of Africa. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Nice one. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, we oh, like wow. we like that. We like the swag. We like the swag. We like that African swag. It's really nice. It's really nice that you had. Oh, oh there's, a, there's <laughs> an issue there. There's uh, a comment there. You want to uh, bring it up? Yeah. Look. Uh, look. I'll let one tell you there. Throw in a bit of comments there before I ask. A final question before we wrap it up, and this question is going to go to one tally. And I know a lot of people would sit here and also think about a question. Fire up the comments yeah. first before I ask you the question, anyway. Okay, so, um, Keith okay said the NGO businesses wouldn't want wouldn't want that because no one would donate money to their never ending cause. That's true, they are also true. They also have the good sides. Um, so they can have money. Joss said, sorry, I'm late. Welcome, Joss. Uh, she said, Africa is the motherland for a reason. Don't ever listen to the media. They will lie for money. Go to Africa and see yourself. Point. Joss, do you, you want to tell everybody where you're from, Joss? <laughs> Please. Um, yeah. 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 So um, very good comments. Thank you, guys. Um, uh, back to you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, all you guys who are out there on the comments. Uh, before we wrap it up, anyway, as we usually do, yeah. I'm going to ask this final question. And I know this question will be buzzing a lot of people's heads because we can sit here and talk about, okay, Africa is great. It's great. It's bad. It's, it's got bad parts. It's got great parts that we never show. They only show the bad places. Yeah. But this is a question that I know a lot of people will run in their mind. I would even run in my mind if I was a person that is not from Africa. And I want you, one you to take this one. If Africa is as great as you are, we're, painting, we're painting it here, we're saying it's great, there's nice places, there's this, there's this, there's this, then why are you not in Africa? 
Well, this is a big question, question, but all the answers that we've provided pretty much, um, they pretty much contribute to this reason, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. You know, when I said that, when I gave that example of how Africa are economically at the bottom of the food chain, that puts us at a disadvantage straight away, right? Uh, When, uh, you know, Owen mentioned that, you know, the gov- it's up to the governments to change this narrative or, you know, to sort of even control the situation, to stop the corruption, to stop all these things. That's another problem that Africa has. All these things hinder progression of individuals and nations, right? Everybody leaves their country for a reason, for a certain reason. My reason was to better myself academically, yeah. better myself as a person so I can see how I can apply myself back in Africa, you know? So, um, yeah, that's the reason. That's the reason that most Africans probably come because the education systems are not as great as they are, you know, outside of Africa. And saying that, I'm not saying that uh, Africa does not have good education systems in certain countries. Of course they do. But can we afford it? Who knows? You know, can we afford it? No. Um, So getting an an internationally recognized qualification and applying that skill you've taken, you have learned yeah. in one country, in your own country. I think, you know, for me, it's a good reason to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Just to add in there what Bontali said, um, you know, it's it's mostly because of the corrupt governments. And, and what what I'm reading over here, Joseph well says, is most of corrupt governments and uh, right. healthcare, which is actually very true. As in speaking of the governments, you know, I mean, when these NGOs come in, obviously they take a bit of the money and they keep on doing the same, you know what I mean? And that money is, is for the country to grow. And most of them yeah. is just pocketed, you know what I mean? So it's not invested into schools. It's not invested into creating more jobs. So th- that's one of the problems as well. There's not enough jobs that pay well, first of all. Yeah. So that's why a simple job that you can actually get here, like for example, uh, washing dishes here in, 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 in Europe can pay the same wages as a person who's an accountant in Africa. You know, you see, you see the difference there. Which is crazy, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. You can be a waiter here yeah. and earn more than a guy who's actually in an office in Africa, which is very sad. So if 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 the government would sort start fixing those type of things, create more jobs and pay wages that actually a person can live on, first of all, yeah, not a lot of people will be going abroad, you know what I mean? So you can you can yeah. have a PhD in Africa, but it's to yeah. earn, earn the same as someone who hasn't finished school in Europe, which is the saddest part about it. So those type of things, yeah. if they fix that, that's okay. Let me just go back to the question. That that's partly the reason why a lot of people fly out. Like, okay, I have this PhDs, nothing's working out for me. Why not just go make some bucks there? And you, and it's the same people that have PhDs be asking for money for someone who only has a certificate. And is working as a freaking um mind my language as a as a what uh uh kitchen porter and you're sending yeah. them money a phd yeah. guy in africa which is very yeah. sad very sad yeah and it's partly that yeah. so i'm just gonna yeah that's no, no, that's, just, that's true now that's clear enough i think like don't be much to, to say but that's the main reason it's you know it's as people say for looking for a greener pasture and all that you know because you know you're gonna it's, as you said one time you said like education system it's not that there's no education but the education is very expensive in a way that it's hard for you to work and pay for education well it's possible to do that in europe you can work a part-time job and pay for good quality education but the same price yeah. to pay the same yeah. education in your country you you can't be working part-time you have to work yourself yeah 
which is just different. Part, but, but anyway, before we close it up, um, Wantali, you've got something else to say there before yeah, I wrap it. I'm just going to read the comments and then I'll come back to what I was going to say. In fact, I've seen yeah. something that ahead, ties into So, um, obviously, Josh said it was because of the corrupted governments and the healthcare, so people are seeking a better life. Um, mm. Also, we Josh again said, in order for democracy to survive, they need to suppress the strongest group. Ooh, strong, mm. strong. Um, she's, coming, she's coming with good words, isn't she? Coming fire. Yeah. She's coming oh, my goodness. Great. The comments keep flying. Yeah. We're, we're trying to close this thing, guys. <laughs> <laughs> she's so making John sure that she gets everything in. Just <laughs> says, remember, unity bonds people. They have divided Africa for a reason. Religion is another factor which controls people's minds. I agree with that as well. Agree. Um, that was um, yeah, disturbing got, the identity of it. And then we got Fadson. Welcome, Fadson, from the Fadson Podcast. They're showing some love. Cool. Much love for that. Say, so what it do, what, what it, it does. Do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then we got Keith Lakey, who says, Neo... <laughs> Neo-colonialism exists. That's how Europe. Yeah, that's how that's how Europe are able to take all because, like diamonds, gold, and oil, Africans don't make money from that. Justice, mm. woman with wisdom, and then we've got <laughs> saying, "Look, um, African countries still pay debt to Af to Af no African countries still pay debt to European countries because of the to end. France, yeah." Yeah, colonialism. Wow, which is um, very want, sad. Well, uh, wonder, can I say one? Wonder, can I say one word? I just remembered something by those comments. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Did you guys yeah. listen to Boris Johnson? What he said weeks ago? He said, uh, "Africa, Africa uh, were better off when they were colonized. Uh, Africa should uh, should ask us to come back if they want to." That's what he said. He says Africa should ask oh the colonizers to come back days. if you want to do better. That's what he said. He said you, yeah. you were better yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I remember you mentioned that in the Euro 2021 as well. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's said, what he said. Yeah. Mm. Nah, well, unreal. 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 Anyway, That's how it shows how lack of, uh, of, of knowledge we're talking about. You know what I mean? She's very sad coming yeah. from a prime minister as well. Sure. Yeah, Educate yourself. Back so to what Back to what I was going to say, when Josh said, remember, unity um, unity bonds people, you know, guys, um, let's not forget that long, about what, 11 years ago, the FIFA World Cup was hosted in South Africa, right? One of the okay. biggest songs to ever come out of that tournament was Waka Waka, right? That song itself united the world, not just Africa, but the world, you know what I mean? That's just mm -hmm. one tournament, you know, one tournament, one song brought so much unity. And yet we still have these pictures of Africa is this, Africa is that. How many colorful outfits did you see in, in uh, you know, at the World Cup when Africa was allowed to express itself, you know? The um, stadiums. How many, how many stadiums did you see? How many different cultures? People now know what a vuvuzela is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, mm -hmm. guys, <laughs> Plus come, on, guys, come on, <laughs> explore Africa. That's what I was going to say. It's time to yeah. explore Africa. Jerusalem also united uh, a lot of people. Yeah. Police were dancing that's Jerusalem. Song, yeah. That's yeah. a song from South Africa, you know what I mean? Mm. I was I was listening yeah. to that song before it started trending because I, I like to listen to my piano tunes and I was listening to that tune yeah. before it started trending and then I see it's trending. Guards are even dancing to it. I said, what? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and recently... <laughs> 
and recently, uh-huh. like, Owen, like Owen said, Jerusalem, you know, that's another song that's, re- you, you know, united the world. Yeah. Where's, that, where's that song come from? Africa, you know. South Africa. You know, hmm. yeah. all these things that we've been talking about for the past hour. Oh, yeah, you think Africa's poor. But yet we have songs like Jerusalem, you know. things. Master like KG. Exactly. We still have a good music policy <laughs> and all that stuff, you know. But yeah. but in, in, in all everything, as we've had this great episode again, and yeah. five rounds talking about Africa on the television and of course and how it is on reality. We've had a fantastic yeah. um, points from people on the commenting. Thanks very much. I appreciate for you jumping in and talking to us and telling us your points and what you think. We appreciate and mostly as all yourself, Owen, for taking your time to join us on five rounds and you know to to also put it out there to fellow Europeans that okay, I've never visited Africa or what maybe some people there will still see Africa different way but you have seen it firsthand and you know it you know in different ways than others would which is very fantastic you actually came we appreciate your time and it was really great to have you all and all you guys as well thank you very much you know for coming back as as we always do with five rounds well, good five <laughs> rounds most important thing before I close it up look make sure you smash a like share this video to other people so people can know what Africa is. Some people that have got a different perspective of Africa. And of course, subscribe. Get your friend to subscribe. And as well, Merchy. Merchy. It's out there. The Merchy the is out there. there. The Merchy yeah. is out there. We've got fantastic stuff. If you could, the, the link is on the buy. It's going to be on below on the buy. And if you go to five rounds, you're going to, like, there's so many things here, but there's hoodies. There's fantastic things. Like, this is, this, this is my special one. You can buy, you can buy it. What do what it does at the back, but, there's great stuff. <laughs> yeah. There's great stuff. And we want to thank you, all the guys as well, who've been purchasing the match. Um, we've got we've got really great um, response from people ever since we launched it last week, and and we love that. We we want you to get other people to keep, on, to keep on buying these sent to your people, and mostly as well, we want to tell you and remember tomorrow we're always out there live on Instagram with so many questions yep. and obviously it's going to be me and my boy down there one tally who's going to be hosting you and yep. we're going to start at 7 p.m tomorrow which is gmt and african time which is 8 p.m usually we used to do it eight but we put it back to seven so that you know people have got more time you know when you're out there gotcha. sipping on your wine enjoying your whiskey <laughs> so you, you can tune on to five rounds and enjoy the conversation stay in the comments and make sure mm-hmm. give us your lousy comments you know what you think what we're going to talk about you know what i mean Smash and we close it up Smash what's the name of yep. this podcast guys have a good night <laughs>